0: Welcome to season 11 of the Tips for Homeschool Science show. I'm Paige Hudson and together we're breaking down the lofty ideals of teaching writing and science in your homeschool. Today we're going to chat about lap books. Let's dig in. week we chatted about my favorite method of writing in science, notebooking. We also chatted about its two components, the material or written part and the visual or the picture part. Normally when we think of notebooking, we think of a full sheet of paper with a picture in a corner or at the bottom and either some blank space or lines for the student to write their narration on. But this can be really overwhelming for kids that don't like to write or for kids that are just learning how to write. So like I shared last week, that we use notebooking as our form of writing in science. And I love notebooking because it doesn't just require regurgitation of facts, but the students actually interact and internalize the material they're learning. But if they're afraid of so much blank space or blank lines, Um, to write on, how do we take advantage of the benefits of notebooking without overwhelming them with a whole bunch of white space or a whole bunch of lines to write on? The great news is that we can record these interactions from notebooking on full notebook pages or in lapbooks. If you've never heard of a lapbook, you're not alone. These miniature power-packed notebooks are very different than any other tool we use to record what our students are learning in science. So you may not be familiar with what a lap book is. I certainly wasn't when we started our homeschooling journey. But after years of working with both notebooks and lap books, my definition of a lap book is that it's an educational scrapbook that fits into the lap of a student. So typically, lab books are collections of related mini-books on a certain subject, ones that are blank inside to allow for a room for your student's narration. Remember, a narration is simply a retelling of what they've learned. These mini-books then are glued into a big file folder for easy viewing, making a lap book. You can also include pictures or projects you've done, anything else you want to put in the lap book, but basically the idea is to create a type of a scrapbook that records what the students have learned as they've studied a given subject or over a given period of time. Lap books are extremely versatile because they can be used along with any subject that the student is learning about. You can use lap books in science, in history, in math, in grammar. I've seen lap books for all different kinds of things. And we loved mixing things up a bit in our homeschool and throwing in a lap book or two into the mix, especially during their early years. Lap books are excellent tools to use with elementary students as a way of reinforcing what they're learning because this age group tends to prefer a smaller canvas to work on. Lapbooks are mini notebooks, ones that can help our younger students not to be overwhelmed by a full blank page. And ones that can help our students organize their thoughts in a creative way. So the heartbeat of a lap book is the mini book that's placed inside. Mini books contain information on topics on the main subject of the lap book. So these can be in a variety of shapes and sizes. I've seen circles, squares, rectangles, hexagons, and even animal shapes. At a bare minimum, all mini books should have the title of the subject. Usually they will also include a picture of the subject as well. The interior of the mini book should be blank or maybe there may be a few lines in there but basically it needs to allow enough room for the students to add a sentence or maybe more uh, detailing what they've learned about the subject in their own words. The interior can also include a labeled sketch or a graph to represent what the students have learned about the subject. So there's lots of options for what you can put inside this little mini book. Each of the mini books will be on a different subtopic within that main lap book topic. So for instance, you could have a lap book with the main big topic of plants. Then the related mini books could be on types of leaves, the kinds of flowers, the parts of a seed, and other options. The main idea here is that you're creating an educational scrapbook about a subject that your students are learning about in real time. Then one day they could pull it down, open it up on their laps, and look back at what they studied and remember. So now that you know a little bit more about what a lap book is, let's look at three different ways that you can use these lap books in your homeschool. So first, we use lap books to review a unit. So once we finish covering something in our current curriculum, we may go back over it with a little lap book and work on that over a day or two just to kind of refresh and review what we studied over the unit. It's a great option if your students are older and they want a little bit more creativity into their study. They can take the time to create this lap book in a day or two, one that highlights the key points of what they've learned over the unit. You can use it as a study aid or you can just use it as a way to review what you've learned. The second way you can use lap books is to switch things up a bit, like I mentioned before. We've found it very helpful to swap in a lap book here or there uh, in place of our notebook in order to change the tone or change the mood. Uh, When things are getting a little too serious in our homeschool, we may add in a lap book to inject a little bit of fun into our studies. This works great with students of all ages, especially if you've got a group of kids that are different ages. It's fun to see them both do a lap book and see the different results. So lap books are a great way to change things up a bit when you get bored with the old same tired routine. And third, you can use lap books with your younger students while your older students are creating a notebook or a journal or logbook of what they've studied. This gives your younger students less white space to manage. So they're not getting a full sheet of paper, they're only getting a little bit that's in a mini book and it makes it a little less overwhelming for your younger students. So younger students may enjoy creating a lap book as opposed to a full notebook, uh, because it's more on their level and more uh, key to what they can do and what their abilities are, and it's less overwhelming. So in other words, lap books are basically condensed versions or mini notebooks that we can use with our students for review, uh, to highlight creativity, or to use with our younger students. However you choose to use lap books in your homeschool, your students will certainly benefit from these educational scrapbooks that fit in their laps. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great week playing with science. Did you know that all the programs in elemental science use notebooking? And many of these have both a book and a notebooking page option. If you're looking for a science unit that has both a book and a notebook, you'll want to check out our Science Chunks series. This series puts you in charge of your science studies for the year. You can pick and choose the units you want to study and the ones that interest you and your student. Plus, with two levels of reading and writing, you can incorporate the whole family. Visit elementalscience.com to learn more.